0: GSD Leader, I wanted to take a quick break from the show to share something super important. Did you know that employee wellness is killing businesses? According to research, 50% of employees miss one to five hours of work every week due to stress. So I'm excited to announce that we just launched a new workshop called Walk and Work. And no, we're not going to be walking and working the entire time. That would be kind of crazy. Walk & Work is an easy solution that offers an in-person workshop and program that boosts employee health, wellness, and engagement. This interactive workshop takes employees through our seven-step process to establishing healthy habits while working, from home or from the office, so they can be productive while also taking care of themselves. Employee wellness at work is proven to have major benefits. Numerous studies show that healthier, happier team members are more productive in life and business. Do something today that your future self will thank you for. Your actions and decisions today will shape the way you will be living in the future. If you'd like to learn more about this workshop, visit walkandwork.co and schedule a time to chat with one of our GSD experts. That's walkandwork.co. Now let's get back to the show. Shades or no shades? What do you guys think? Like, it's just so bright. I think mine are too ravey. I think they're fun. I think it fits your personality. <laughs> I'm ravey. <laughs> Y'all, this is Kay. Welcome to Business Unveiled. She's so much fun. We have so much in common. We met at PodFest, which if you don't have a podcast, you probably don't care about what is PodFest. But it is, is it like the largest conference in the U.S. for
1: podcasters? I think so, yes. It, it was is. amazing. It was incredible because I, I walked in and I was like, these are my people. This yeah. is where they live.
0: And when you find your people, it's just easy. Like today I'm in Austin, Texas, and but we met in Florida. We met in Florida. And we both love to travel. We've been to a lot of different countries. We've just, it's like the more we talk and hang out, we're like, oh, okay, what do we have in common? Like both of our dads are in heaven. Mm-hmm. We're both Sagittarius. Yep we're both divorced yep we both love to dance Mm -hmm. we both make movement and dancing and wellness like so much of our brands yep we both love pink we do you love to shuffle i didn't know that that's actually what i was doing but i kind of like got it after i started to do it i was like okay but like i feel like i need high tops to support my ankles
1: oh (laughs) these my shoes i get the michael Kors, and i love
0: them and so this is where I'm like, affiliate marketing? I mean, yeah. she, when I met her and she's like, I always wear these. I'm like, affiliate marketing. Yeah, you like, like. with the brands. Your
1: your speech, her speech was like a light bulb moment for me. Totally inspired. <laughs> it's
0: just, I mean, all good things like take time, right? Like that that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But today we're more focused on the wellness part and the journey part. And yes, I mean, we can always talk about affiliate marketing. I actually don't do that talk very much anymore because it's not part of like our four p's and like the people process productivity and profit Mm -hmm. that we pretty much teach like the whole gsd framework Mm -hmm. and so affiliate marketing is is a supportive component of it but it's not a major foundational thing the relationships matter Mm -hmm. but without your community and without people like you watching and listening and supporting We're girls with cool ideas. Yeah. Not a real community with real people. Mm -hmm. You know, so that matters. But Kay also has a podcast. And we also have both rebranded our podcast. Yes. Yes. Because what was your first podcast? My very
1: first podcast. Podfest. I know. Podfest podcast. Podcast (laughs) was The Wow Factor. And then it was Fit Fabulous Life. And that's how I found you, yeah, when yeah. I was searching for you. Yeah, and now it's Elevated You, which I launched in January. Yeah, so
0: it's like over time, listening to your audience, and I mean, I would love to know if, if you would share like a little bit about what prompted you to
1: change it over time
0: to like really shift.
1: Yeah, that's a I I love that question because, you know, as it shifted, it started as like a very holistic, all-encompassing wellness podcast. And I started it out of just my own health anxieties that I struggled with, and just Mm -hmm. wanting to take my health back into my own hands. Mm. And so after I started it, I just realized like with each different variation of it, it was kind of like a new chapter of what I was focusing on and what the market wanted, like what people were listening to. And so the newest one, Elevated You, stems from a mind it's like all mindfulness and mindset in action so you had that awareness component plus the action steps to elevate your self and your well-being and that stemmed from one of the the whys behind it which took me forever to realize it comes with age it does come with life experience so true. It, it does. Like so if you're listening and you're like, ah, it's not there yet. That's why. Sorry to interrupt. No, you. that's so true. But it comes. I promise. It does. And I asked. That was my biggest thing. I was like, okay, what's my why? I need a why to set this show apart. And it hit me. It actually just showed up into my life. And it was an experience I had when I was a child. I was chronically bullied from ages five to 14. That's right. And during that time, it was so hard because every day I experienced losing a bit of who I was to the lies I was told. And it just reminded me, you know, after that experience was over, I wanted to just forget about it. But this coming up in my life again reminded me that, you know, this is my why. And I'm still trying to figure out who I am because that inner dialogue, that inner bully is still rolling on repeat. Yeah. And so I feel like many people have struggled either with a childhood bullying, some sort of oppression, maybe it was a parent-child relationship or a sibling or or bad partnership, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Those are the lies we start to layer upon our beliefs of who we are. Mm -hmm. And so Elevated You is all about sharing transformational stories giving resources and tips and tricks on how to rediscover who you truly are and Mm -hmm. what your purpose is.
0: I love that. That's beautiful. I just, and it's, it's hard because have you seen the movie that, that onion movie of, I don't know, it's like something about knife. basically you like peel off the onion and the more you pull off the layers of the onions, Mm -hmm. it's like the onions cause the tears and sometimes they're happy tears and sometimes they're painful tears Mm. and it's like, as you get older and more life experience you start to peel back those layers and yes. you start to realize you know there's there it doesn't make it right or wrong where you are in your life like it doesn't matter everyone has different seasons of life and age isn't what defines that mm-hmm. like my whole thing is just like what makes you happy mm-hmm. and like are you happy and I just like in my 30s it, it was hard I mean it I don't really think I was happy because I was still searching you know for something else so but what I hear like what I hear you saying is something that like I see us again like aligning with is when we shift and change something it has to do with a personal mm. issue challenge problem you know something that we're facing and then we overcome it mm-hmm. and Then people ask us and then we want to share
1: a hundred percent that's exactly
0: and someone recently because I was a guest on a podcast and he said there's something that I noticed about you. Every time you shift or change, it is truly very painful for you. Mm. And I'm like, it is, but like these are the things that people don't talk about. Yeah. And if we would normalize feelings more mm-hmm. and there's all these things that you can do, like the meditation,
1: like the yoga, mm-hmm. like the, she's graduating soon. Yay. Yes. I'm in yoga teacher training right now. Yes. It's been six months and I can't wait to add that to like, My understanding of the human mind and consciousness, because there's so much study in the yoga practice, of you know the first it goes stems way back to like nearly like five thousand years ago, where human beings started to realize consciousness beyond just reactiveness to find shelter, find food, find whatever, procreate. Now we have this consciousness of building or creativity, and that's where human beings had that light bulb moment come on. And yoga was one of the Pillars that first pillar of what do we do with this consciousness? How do we work with it? How do we grow it? And that ultimately led to what yoga truly is today. And
0: it it helps like support discipline mm-hmm. and communication, 100%. like everything that I like cheer for. 100%. <laughs> is but at the same time it's like because I'm so high strung it's like you know even though I try like I tried hot yoga and you feel like you're gonna die like I did. <laughs> like oh my god until you come out yeah. and then it's like the best feeling ever but like mm-hmm. you said you can tap into like different ways that you breathe and different I don't know what they're
1: called like breathing techniques yeah there's a breath help. work pranayama pranayama yeah, <laughs> it's a long word pranayama way well, smarter what you just know what <laughs> your 10 second thing she just a few minutes ago oh yeah that was yoga like, yoga, there's actually like eight limbs. You mean we don't have to be sitting like no, this? No, no, you do not have to be in boat pose. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, the asana practice of yoga is the movement component, but asana is actually asana a is a to-do management system it is i use it asana <laughs> oh is the physical practice to prepare you for the meditative state that comes after that's a yoga. yoga thing yeah yeah asana yeah, no
0: that's the physical practice oh, of is, yoga is that their brand behind asana is like so you don't have a to-do list and you don't forget things and so it makes you like very centered and it'd be good, good to think?
1: check into anyway yeah I'm just i like this tangent because i don't get to talk about my yoga very much but there's a whole philosophy, and it's all there's a lot of mind work. There's a lot of awareness, higher consciousness, and that's exactly ties into our brands of elevating to that next step. And so, in the yoga practice, you're constantly trying to elevate your higher self and to just become a better version of yourself. So there's it's a beautiful philosophy. I would highly recommend if you have any interest in it. There's a couple of great books out there. But I've enjoyed my process of growing and connecting in the, this new community in Austin through the yoga practice.
0: So tell everyone where you're from and a quick snapshot of like your journey that has gotten you to where you are today, to what you're all about. All right. Oh, I love this question.
1: It's a ride. It's a ride. It's long. How many hours do we have? Today? I know, we love to <laughs> dance, like, oh my uh, So I grew up in on a farm in North Dakota. So born and, born and raised farm girl. And then, you know, I was in the school system in you know the small town I was in and um, about age 14 my that school closed and I had the opportunity to make a choice to go to a different school and that was my first big decision and my parents were very supportive of me choosing the school I wanted to not the school that most of like that other school was affiliated with so I was able to get a fresh start yeah so then I, gra- I went on to college, uh, graduated college. As I really started to come out of my shell in college. I uh, graduated with a graphic design degree in marketing, a little bit of sociology. We have that in common, too. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so I love it. Let's just add it to our list <laughs> of things. I love it. And then fast forward a few years later, I uh, married my first husband and lived in Minot for a few years. And then we separated and divorced and then i moved to fargo north dakota and i really hit the ground running there and then i um along that journey met my second husband and lived in south africa because he's from south africa so i took a little journey to south africa i lived there for three months can you tell what color she is I had a blast. I love South Africa. Had a ton of fun just exploring the country. I've always been a traveler. I studied abroad in Spain. Like we're doing like quick, quick cat. Yes. Snapshot. So overarching theme. I love people. Yeah. I love travel. I love culture. I um, just really enjoy life and living it to the fullest. Yeah. And since Fargo, now I uh, recently moved to Austin, Texas, which we are in right now and, and been, we're at south
0: by southwest south
1: by southwest yeah. the energy is real folks uh, so that's where i'm at now and then i was recent speaker at podfest and that's where i met you yes you're also a recent speaker yes
0: and we're both podcasters and we were like okay let's do a podcast together and talk about just and we're like starting to make a list and i'm like there's so many different things that we could talk about the thing that struck me the most is like how you've learned how to move and reframe your mindset into oh this isn't bad for me or to be looked at a certain way it's like oh this can be my superpower yeah and what is that like how did you like what is the framework and what are the steps to take to like change the mindset oh
1: this is such a great question because I look at the valleys I faced in my life and the valleys we face we often whether we end up in one or know we're entering into a valley or we're faced with something really challenging, we can look at that challenge as we're fearful. We're fearful in that point. But when I try to change the perspective of when I'm in a valley into I'm gonna learn something and become a stronger, better version of myself coming out of this, this is not forever. Mm -hmm. This is a season and I'm gonna get through this and I'm gonna find the right resources and I'm gonna get myself through something. And I also like to use the valleys that I've faced in my life to face challenges that are, say, a positive growth, but still scary, still intimidating, but say to myself, wow, I faced XYZ. I can handle this. Mm-hmm. I faced XYZ. I faced whatever it is you're facing, whatever you've been through and grown as a person. You can tap into that mm-hmm. at any time. It's not just something that happened to you take the fruit that comes from every yeah. experience. And so I like to face everything in life with that mentality of how can I grow? How can I share? How can I become a more seasoned version of myself? And I look at, we're each a diamond, right? Mm-hmm. And every every slice, every facet that we have makes us shine brighter and more brilliant. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it takes those cuts that are a little bit painful at first, but then you become a shinier, brighter version of yourself. I love that. It reminds me of the Rihanna song,
0: Shine, shine Bright. bright <laughs> what are the words? Shine, yeah, Shine, shine like, Bright. Like a diamond. diamond. Yeah, it's like we just we just did a tip. Everything. It's like I hear a saying and I like relate it back to music, music and, like, to a song, because like even when we were at podcast, <laughs> I like use like a sound to remember things just so that I don't go off on a tangent or, you know, like a framework of stuff.
1: That's genius. I'm totally stealing that. Yeah.
0: Thank you. No, like seriously, that's how I remember. It's like in college, I would make, you know, the flashcards and then, because I could remember, you know, if I would just sit there and have a photographic memory, but if I was listening to a song, oftentimes it was hip hop or rap song. (laughs) Yeah. And I would just like make up my own words to remember these things. And then I, I got away from that. I just, it's like, I, I've, I don't know what happened. I got so focused on, like, building a business. And so it's, like, bringing music, like, back into the brand and, like, helping other people who have a hard time remembering things. Mm-hmm. But you love music, too. So, like, how do you, do you bring music and um, sounds, like, into your brands? Like, how do you... How does music and court like correlate
1: with with Kay? Oh, oh my goodness, music. Kôte. K-K-T-T. I, I love it. So music has been a huge part of my life. Ever since I could walk, I was singing, I was dancing. She's a singer. I'm a singer. She's gotta sing for us. <laughs> no, maybe. <laughs> so you can hear me sing on my podcast <gasps> And she has her own song. I have a song. That has been produced. So that story, I was hanging out on the farm with my mom and she's like you need to sing. It's so the one thing you're not doing yet. You're you're doing all the things you're working on, but you're not singing. And I was like, okay, mom, I have an opportunity. It's always our moms. It's always our moms. Our moms. I, our moms are the best. And yeah. I literally DM'd this producer I was friends with. And I was like, hey, want to help me co-produce a theme song for my podcast? And he got back to me like a week later, and he's like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, whoa. And now on the new season, you can hear... Especially episode 110, or 110 is you can hear the theme song. Yay! So That's so, so awesome. So you will hear. I'm not really singing. I'm more so like I'm saying like elevate, radiate, like the same words. But I it's like it.
0: real like EDM. and real like But we were talking about sounds earlier because I'm like, well, have you? Been? I'm like, is it a licensed sound on TikTok? Can we make up a dance to it? And can we like promote the podcast to it? You know, it's like, that's why I love the TikTok community is because you can really get your information out there quicker and people want you to win and they want you to do good and they want to share your stuff. Like if it's helping them, they will share it where on other platforms, people are not as willing to share because the mindset is a little bit more envious and Mm -hmm. jealousy of like, oh, I wish I lived like, it's the weirdest thing. Do people say to you? oh? I live my life through your travels and like watching you through Instagram and I'm like that is not healthy you should go if that's the way you want to live your life figure out a way to get there Mm -hmm. like because there is happiness on the other side like when you just keep searching you know for that thing and so we were talking earlier about you know I was asking her like who is your perfect client you know who do you work with And you
1: said wellness brands. Yes, I, you know, it was so funny. You helped me literally write my vision statement. Right. We're sitting at Soho House. At Soho House. And we're like, oh God, what did we just say? What'd you just say? Yes. Do you remember it? Yes. I like to help wellness brands elevate their brand presence and visual voice.
0: Isn't that perfect? And you have the elevate word in there, which ties back to the podcast. This is such, this is so big. Like the takeaway is anything you're doing in in your personal brand, your professional brand, what you're doing for the community, something I've learned the hard way is if something doesn't connect the dots and you're aligning yourself with things that don't make sense, like in your everyday life, y'all, in your personal brand, people pay more attention to that than they do the company brand. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like if I didn't use paper or if I did use paper, but I like, always in business talked about like being paper like it just doesn't make sense yes.
1: so it's like yeah
0: you know when you can stand and do for everything in your personal and professional brand it's just happier like things are just more balanced would you like would you 100%. say that
1: and it's almost like when you have like say you create a recipe mm-hmm. and you over mm-hmm. the years fine-tune and tweak that recipe to that point where it just is effortless and you've memorized it but it sometimes takes a little bit of like practicing and just the years of seasoning yourself and being okay with like, you only know what you know, but it's your job to keep learning and growing. Mm-hmm. But never look back and be like, oh, why didn't I know that back then? Because it's all part of the journey. Yeah, don't beat yourself down. Yeah. Or it's like, elevate yourself up. Exactly.
0: <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, I'm glad I know that now. Mm-hmm. Like, would have been helpful to know 10 years ago. But then you wouldn't like you said it you wouldn't be who you are today and the other thing oh God where people compare and it's like don't compare yes. I get stuck in that what all is the time. saying you're today to my tomorrow or like mm-hmm. you ha- and sometimes you just have to feel the pain yeah people have to feel the pain before they're gonna like listen yeah of oh maybe that wasn't the best idea or oh that's what she was talking about mm-hmm. and you just have to sit back and write it out sometimes yeah. Did you have, like, a specific moment, though, in time where you're like, okay, this is my superpower, this isn't, like, a negative thing about me? Like, I can use all of these tools and elevate my superpower. Like, was there one story, or did that just, like, happen over time?
1: You know, I think it's been little incremental stories along the way. My biggest one recently is I never thought about this, you know, when I was a kid and, you know, up to even... You know now especially getting working through the traumas of the being bullied I'd say my superpower is my charisma I can talk to anybody I can make friends with a tree someone once yeah. told me and it's like I always thought that was everybody right I didn't think of that as my superpower but we all have a superpower and it's sometimes we're just so used to being ourselves or we're just so used to who we are we don't think of our who of that element as our superpower. We just it's our day-to-day, normal, normal life. I was brought up to just be kind to everybody and yeah. and through my experiences and the growth I've had and the, the work I've done on, on my psyche and everything, I've been able to just tap into that. And then now what can I do with it? How can I help others mm-hmm. find their sense of charisma and like their active listening skills or emotional intelligence. Because those are things I'm always focused on, growing in myself. Mm-hmm. So now I can help somebody else. So we are also talking about
0: active listening, which is something that is very important and it very much supports like our phase one in GSD is like the people. Understand the person you're talking to, the person you're talking to, because if you're not customizing the message the way they need to hear it based on their personality, you can be talking and they can be listening Mm -hmm. active listening yeah but if you don't understand it's it's almost a level of frustration and we're not conditioned especially in the american culture to ask to clarify like what do you mean because some people are made to feel stupid or that they don't belong or they don't want to ask for further clarification because the person seems a little closed off for whatever reason Mm -hmm. but there's this understanding and there's a lot of misunderstandings that are going on so when you define because you do you talk about active listening a lot like what does that mean to you
1: active listening to me means engaging and actually caring and listening to the person you're having a conversation with because instead of like preparing yourself to be ready to answer you're you're actually engaging in the conversation yeah. and it can help you as a podcaster it can help you as a partner you can help you as a parent it can help you have better inner dialogue with yourself but taking time to actually hear the words it's like we're supposed to chew our food 50 times before we swallow it and we don't just 50 <laughs> it might even be more i don't know that i don't know but we're, supp- we're always in a hurry we're always in a hurry and by like I think that's the biggest takeaway from podcasting has been for me to learn how to listen to what someone is saying
0: and that's it's, it's like again I feel like it's come with age because there, I did have that part of my life where it's like I wanted to fix everything and I wanted to help everybody I still to this day oh, yeah. want genuinely I think we both do we want to help everybody mm-hmm. but we're not For everybody Mm -hmm. because not everybody thinks like us Mm -hmm. and that's where some of the miscommunication comes in even when you're a completely different personality yeah and that's where if you're not self-aware things can get real heated real fast over miscommunication
1: and it's like this is why I like Marco Polo so much (laughs) we both Marco Polo when you told me that I was like oh girl we're gonna have lots of fun because you get the the voice inflection you get all the different mannerisms and you and i think too with covid everything happening with covid and we were so blocked off from communicating on this in-person level it now we're kind of coming back and we have to almost relearn how to talk to one another Mm -hmm. or you know understand that expectations or assumptions and those these are things that can break relationships yeah i highly i highly recommend the book the four agreements, because the they fourth, t- the four agreements, four agreements. Yes. What and is that about? They talk about these four agreements. It's almost like it's philosophies of life. Okay. And one of them is don't make assumptions ever, 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 ever. I mean, how many times do I catch myself making assumptions? And you know, you can like lose business deals if you assume. Mm-hmm. Especially, we usually assume the worst for ourselves. Like. Oh, they don't want to work with us, or this. But what if they do, and you're 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 putting trash talking yourself. You're trash talking yourself,
0: and then what is it? The A double S, like don't ever. What is that? Like yeah, assuming makes an ass out of you and me. Or something. Do you know that saying? No, I think I need to. Oh my God, it's like A double S. I don't know. It's like a little chant that my dad always said. He's (laughs) like, you never assume anything because assuming makes an ass out of you and me. Something like that. That's funny. Yeah, that is too. But so don't assume don't
1: assume
0: so do you have a advice or feedback on if someone seems closed off or they're not active listening like how to re-engage the conversation like are there techniques for people to know like how to know if somebody is not completely engaged and like what's being discussed
1: i would honestly like ask them a question that you know think about something they're interested in or ask them something that about them you know most people would like disengage if think about times you disengage Mm -hmm. and ask yourself why those those happen and then just say you know think about another person and how their feelings maybe are in a situation or maybe they maybe they're just waiting for someone to say hey john what about what about you what do you think about this or Hey, what do you got? What are you working on now? Like, what's a big project? What's something you're really enjoying in life right now? Mm-hmm. Just like reengage them in um, and just show that you care. Yeah. I think just genuine caring for another, peop- another person mm-hmm. will really help them feel safe to open up.
0: And sometimes when you ask questions, like it's the most left field answer that you never thought. And then you end up connecting on a different level because you're like, oh, I like to surf or Mm -hmm. I've been to that country, or like whatever, and you never expected the conversation to go there.
1: 100%. I have learned so many things, some new new things when I podcast with people especially. I make friends. Mm -hmm. You're watching a friendship unveiling right before your eyes, Mm -hmm. or you're listening to it unveil because I am learning so much about this individual. And so that's been the most, it's such a joy for me. It's almost like, almost selfish. I get so much joy out of learning about other people. Yeah. And just also the feeling of knowing that this is a safe space to share. Mm-hmm. Coming from coming into a conversation, judgment free. And just meeting someone where they're at. I think that's the best thing we can do is, yeah, is just put our egos aside or recognize our egos when they do start to show up. Because mm-hmm. that's human. That's mm-hmm. human. There's no, no shunning of anything. It's just being aware and knowing that you can take action to step into a feeling, especially with someone who may seem disengaged, mm-hmm. and practicing bits of empathy and just that active listening component.
0: And let me tell you, when, you, when you're when you in the middle of like balls to the wall building a business, having empathy is really hard. So hard. It's another it thing hard. to think about. Yeah. And it is like, I had to learn like some really hard, painful things had to happen to me before I really realized like, and there's still times where it's like, I'm, I'm gonna choose not to turn it on or not to turn it off. Yeah. But I think everything that you're, you stand for and everything that you're being a leader towards and like using meditation and active listening and like mindfulness, I don't know, maybe in my mid thirties, I would have been like, oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> you know, like who needs that? And, but you're in a different phase, you know? And it's like, people are like, oh, hustle, hustle, hustle. And I hate that word because I have a negative connotation with it because to me, it's like when I was in hustle mode, like I didn't sleep, I didn't eat right, I didn't, there were so many things where it's like, we're our hardest critic, but like, what are some things that you do like every day, like habits? We know that a habit creates, like you have to have action. Mm -hmm. so like is there one thing that like you're working on right now that is like you do every day and it's a habit and it supports like one of your goals
1: this is such a big thing and I think recently I've been really focusing on a morning routine okay I've been really focusing on a morning routine and whatever you have time for try to fit it in what I like to do is get up and I, I write in my prayer journal I write my gratitudes. And then I do a breath work or a meditation, even if it's just a minute. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just a moment where I'm being intentional with that minute of time, mm-hmm. or sometimes it's 15 minutes and I, I do a nice deep rooted, like go back to working on something I'm struggling with, like do a really deep meditation there. So, I mean, it's just sitting in your, sitting in stillness. And then I like to have a cup of coffee, prepare, and then I'll either go for a run, a walk, or, or a yoga class, something. And that's usually how I start my day. Yeah. That's one thing I'm working on. When I'm doing it, I'm much more grounded than when I'm not doing it. And you protect that time. Mm -hmm. It's
0: like you don't let anything in. You don't let in the distractions. You're not worried about your phone going off. Mm -hmm. It's like, but is there anything that you had to do other than have the discipline of turning it all off and focusing
1: on you? That's, you know, honestly, I, I just keep immersing myself in podcasts and things that and being around people who also remind me of that mm-hmm. and and celebrate that or i'll spend time with people who are in like a mentorship or mind, mindfulness group that help hold you accountable mm-hmm. if that's something that helps you uh but honestly i just know i feel better when i do it like when it becomes a habit and like sometimes i'll fall off and then sometimes i'll be on But I just try to remember the feeling of how I felt when I'm on it, when Mm -hmm. I am doing it. It's just so much better than when I'm not practicing. Like Everything is better. Yeah. Like everything. You're starting your whole day off to a good start. And it's like, find what works for you. Maybe it's making breakfast with your kids. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it is getting on and checking your email. Whatever it is that works for you to start your day, Maybe it is going to a five a.m. spin class. I am not the five a.m. club, by the way. I'm a six girl. I'm not. Like, I'm not part of any of those clubs. I don't like getting up early. <laughs> I am. A, well, it's it's hard for me because I'm also a night owl on the. <laughs> well, we weekends. are both not. Yeah, we're not owls. I my weekends are a mess, and I'm like I my circadian rhythm was it's six a.m. So bad. And even if I go to bed at three in the morning on the weekends, I am up at six. Oh, that's like today. It's so bad like my sleep is just all over the place and like I
0: got this ring because my Apple watch would keep like you have to charge it overnight and stuff so and then like traveling so much it's like the battery just goes because it's always on Mm. and um, so it wasn't like really tracking my sleep but this ring and the data
1: points wow. Which ring is it?
0: This is the Aura.
1: Aura ring. Yeah. Yeah I wanted to try that.
0: But it's really like tracking the sleep and I'm like trying to read it and understand it. I'm like, I gotta watch some videos. Mm -hmm. And they like send a little QR code, their whole little presentation and their whole brand story and experience has been like great. Mm -hmm. It's just I need to go back and watch the videos and like learn how to interpret the data. Mm -hmm. And that's something like, it's not fun y'all, it's not sexy, but when you learn the numbers and you learn the data and how it can save your life like how you're breathing and you're not breathing like during sleeping it's just it's crazy and i've learned like when you're doing stuff that you love and you're surrounding yourself with the right people you're more calm
1: my sleep is significantly better if i am in a good waking space like mm-hmm. if i'm awake in the day and, and not too stressed because i will like clinch my jaw in my sleep i have that? i have like i call it I think it's like a day apnea like i'll hold my breath if i'm on the computer or yeah. driving and so i'm trying to be working on my being present with my breath more mm-hmm. and the more i do it the more you it becomes you reprogram that part of your brain mm-hmm. to breathe better and not like hold it in and yeah so that's something i'm always working on
0: it's like yawning Yeah, yeah you know, really it has to do with breathing
1: yeah, yawning. It's not. Is,
0: it's not so much like yeah, you may be tired, but really, it's like there's not enough air that's mm-hmm. like getting to wherever it needs to get to. As I take it, like, I know it's, it's like they forget to breathe. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. This was you. super insightful. And I think just pe- like walking away, people just need to understand that sometimes no one else is going to fix you. Mm-mm. No one else is going to figure it out for you. You have to do the work. And like when you have things like. The yoga and the mindfulness and someone leading elevate Mm -hmm. and looking at it through a different angle of reframing you know it's people like you that are like paving the way for people who need that person Mm -hmm. and we all need motivation it comes in different forms for different people yes mine is my treadmill deck and some music and i'm like motivated like yes let's walk in fact i think if we had a gym we probably would have done this podcast (laughs) Dancing or moving or doing something at the gym.
1: We yeah, we totally would. Probably,
0: we just um, there's so many things to like do around here, mm-hmm. and I don't know, it's so cute. We I, I like want to go explore. Yeah, love it. So here. fun. <laughs> but where can everybody connect with you and find you and
1: Yay! go follow and subscribe to your podcast? Definitely subscribe and download Elevated You. I am on all major platforms. Uh, Spotify, Apple, all of them, and then also I am V K Cote, that's K A Y C O T E, on TikTok and on Instagram, and Elevated You podcast is also on Instagram. So come, come check me out.
0: We'll put it all in the show notes. So if you're driving or working out. No big deal. Just go look at the show notes in the blog. Thank you so much. Thank you. And be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Business Unveiled. Bye, y'all. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights. And I want to know your aha moments.